0: Brenda Sawyer is the president of the McKeesport unit of the NAACP. She also was the first African-American female police officer in the city of McKeesport. She gave a talk recently at the Carnegie Library about her experiences, and in her professional life currently works as the regional director of the Bureau of Narcotics Investigation and Drug Control for the Pennsylvania Office of the Attorney General, and she is our guest this morning. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning. First things first, I want to get into your uh, your uh law enforcement career, and I want to ask you about that and, and, and how you chose that career path. That's something we talked about a lot on, on this program. But first, tell us about the McKeesport unit of the NAACP. How long has McKeesport had its own NAACP unit?
1: I think uh, back in the early 60s. Okay. And I believe, uh, yeah, back in the early 60s.
0: And how long have you been the president of the, of the local chapter?
1: Just I'm just in my second year. Okay. Last January. I took office.
0: What sort of activities uh, do, do they engage in?
1: Uh, we try to engage in community activities. We have a scholarship that we give to two graduating seniors each year. We have a yearly pancake breakfast in the month of February which goes along with Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And we have a Human Rights Center that's usually in September of each year. And we usually, in election years, we have a Meet the Candidates mm-hmm. Night. And this year we're going to have something new. It's called Meet and Greet. Okay. We're encouraging people to come out and see what the NAACP is all about. Um, there's a myth that it's only for black people, and that is not true. It's for all people. So we, we're having a meet and greet this March 10th at the Common Ground. March that's 10th. the old uh, YWCA mm-hmm. the key Yep. And that's from 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock.
0: So from and 1 we'll to... We'll have f- light
1: refreshments.
0: On March 10th, which I think is a Saturday? That's correct. Okay, so March 10th from 1 to 4, that's a Saturday, there will be a meet and greet uh, for the McKeesport unit of the NAACP open to everyone, and that's at the Common Ground building, that's the old uh, YWCA there on 9th Avenue. That's correct. It's about It's about a half a block. I can almost see it from where we're uh, taping uh, the sh- the show today. Um, Brenda Sawyer is regional director of the uh, Bureau of Narcotics Investigation and Drug Control for the uh, Pennsylvania Attorney General. Uh, she also was the first African American female police officer in the city of McKeesport. We're going to be talking to her about her career in law enforcement and is the president of the McKeesport unit of the NAACP. Uh, if people want information about the uh, the unit, what number should they call?
1: 412 okay. 2, 292 uh-huh. Five
0: five eight five 5852. 5, so 412-292-5852. 5, 5, and we'll give that number out uh, again later on in the program. Is there a Facebook page or, or a website or, or anything like that?
1: No, we're getting ready to uh, get a website and a Facebook page and a whatever comes.
0: Well, that, those might be some areas where if people want to volunteer that they could help you out with. So uh, we'll, we'll, let's come back to that uh, a little bit later on in the half hour. But first I want to ask about you because I, I really want to talk to you about you. Uh, wh- where did you grow up at? Tell, tell us a little bit about growing up.
1: Born and raised in the city of McKeesport. Okay. I lived on Jenny Lynn the first 25 years of my life. Okay. Uh, 1101 Jenny Lynn I was born. And then I moved up to 1714, Jenny Lynn. Okay. And I remained there until I became a police officer in 88. And it was a family home that I shared with brothers and sisters, so I moved out since I was in law enforcement, and, you know, I wanted to give them their space.
0: Sure. uh, How how many brothers and sisters?
1: I am the youngest of seven.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Growing up, what do you remember about uh, growing up in the the city of McCaseport?
1: I remember it was booming. You know, I had a paper route. I delivered papers from second grade to twelfth grade. Okay. Um and I remember going downtown to McKeesport and there was a game room down in McKeesport and on Thursday nights I used to go down I used to catch the Jenny Lynn Union bus.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. And so 660 60, 60 J or something like that? 60K, Sixty K something? B. 60, Sixty B. Sixty B, okay. B. All right. Sixty okay. B. Okay. B. okay.
1: And I used to get good on Jenny Lynn and I would come back up before dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> before the street lights get on, that was what we were told.
1: But exactly, exactly. Um, um I was Good. I was raised in a two parent um household. My mm-hmm. dad was a US steel worker over at the Clareton Works mm-hmm. and my mom worked at Mercy Hospital. Okay. Night term. So there was always a parent home with the kids. How
0: how important was education? Um for, for the kids, for to your po- to your folks,
1: um, it was uh, very important. And I think what happened was I got a bad grade in geometry
2: mm-hmm.
1: at McKeesport High School, and I had to go to Sarah High School my senior year, and that's where I graduated. From. <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm also a Sarah graduate. You were a couple years ahead of me, but, uh, that, that's no, 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 no harm there. Brenda Sawyer is, uh, our, our guest this half hour. She is the president of the McKeesport unit of the NAACP and in her professional life works for the office of the attorney general. Um, 412-292-5852. If you want information about the McKeesport NAACP, uh, including about their upcoming meet and greet on March 10th, uh, from 1 to 4, that'll be at the Common Ground building on 9th Avenue. So upon upon On graduation from Sarah, then, when did you decide, when did your career path become, I I, I assume your mother was in in the healthcare professions. You said your dad worked for U.S. Steel and Clareton. How did you decide on a law enforcement career? When did that come about?
1: Well, I wanted to be a news reporter. Okay. I wanted to be a news reporter, so I went to Point Park College Mm -hmm. and writing. It was English, everything. I said, this is too much English for me. So it was a business school also. So I decided that I was going to have my own business and I was going to be rich. So I was going to Point Park. I was going to graduate. I was going to start my own business. What business? I had no idea. So upon graduating from Point Park, I received my first job at McKeesport National Bank. Sure. I was a teller. I was a teller at the corner of you know, 5th Avenue in St. Clair, where the municipal building is now. Yeah. City Hall. City Hall. I was the teller there. And it was a holy Thursday. And I believe the year was 1986. Don't hold me on that. Okay. But there was a bank robbery. I was one of the tellers that got robbed. There was a gentleman he came in like dressed like a bag lady.
2: Mm.
1: He robbed me and another teller. And after he was arrested and we started going through the police proceedings, it, was, it became very interesting to me. Now, downtown was open on Thursdays, and the bank was open late on Thursday no. evening, and there were two police officers that walked the beat in McKeeson. I moved over to the loan department, so I was always there when they walked the beat, and they would stop in, and I started talking to the two police officers, and I know it was Joe Piero and Thomas Green.
0: Okay, so Joe Joe Pirro, who later became police chief, and Tom Green, who I think became assistant police chief, did he not?
1: That's correct, that's correct. All right. In their early years, they were rookies, and they used to walk the beat, and they would stop in, and they explained to me that McKeesport was going to be having a test in um, early 88.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. So I said, oh, that sounds good. So I took the test. I, uh, went to the state police academy in Greensburg, municipal training academy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I was a certified police officer and I, it took off from there.
0: Let's pause right there because I, uh, have to take a quick 30 second break. When we come back, let's pick it up as to, um, your experiences, uh, as, as a rookie police officer and also what maybe words of, of encouragement or advice you might have for a young person who's thinking about that as a career. Okay. Okay. Uh, Brenda Sawyer is our guest for the half hour this morning. She was the first African-American female police officer in the city of McKeesport. Uh, She is currently regional director of the Bureau of Narcotics Investigation and Drug Control for the state attorney general's office and she is president of the McKeesport unit of the NAACP and we're going to be talking a little bit more about that uh, in a couple of minutes too uh, including if you're interested in volunteering or getting involved how you can get involved. You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 1-2-6-7-8-6-1-9-1. Welcome back. Our guest this morning is Brenda Sawyer. She's the president of the McKeesport Unit of the NAACP. In her professional life, she's the regional director of the Bureau of Narcotics Investigation and Drug Control for the state of Pennsylvania. And she also, and what's what we're talking about right now, was the first African American female police officer in the city of McKeesport. She gave a talk about her experiences uh, back on February 9th up at the Carnegie Library. Um, when we took the break, you were just graduating from the municipal police officers'. Training Academy and, uh, we're, we're about to start your career. Um, what is that like? And I actually, I, I know a little bit about this because I've got some law enforcement officers in my family, but tell me for you, what, what was that like? What was your first, what was your first day like? Do you remember
1: my first day? I remember it. I walked the beach. Okay. With, um, Sean Sparico. Okay. We walked throughout the city. We walked through Renzi Park. We walked through downtown McKeesport. We walked uh in the Christie Park section of the city. We walked the beat. That was my first assignment. I walked the beat with John Sparrow.
0: And you started in 1988.
1: August 8th of 1988.
0: So that was, um, growing up for me in that era, that was a tough time because that was, the mills had closed or were mostly were in the process of closing. G.C. Murphy's had gone down uh, at, at about that same time. So there were a lot of people out of work. What were the conditions like for a police officer?
1: Um, the conditions were I would say somewhat the same as they are today. Okay. But in the city of McKeesport we had a downtown business area. The city it still hustled and bustled mm-hmm. even though, you know, the mill was closing, GC Mercy's was closing, but it was a busy time. There were a lot more people out on the streets of McKeesport. Um a three to eleven shift was almost like nonstop. You just started your shift, and you just kept going until 11 o'clock at night. Night turn shifts, because we, we worked three daylight, night turn, and afternoon shift. Mm-hmm. They were uh, busy. I think 1988 was an extremely hot summer. Okay. And we worked from the start of our shift to the end of our shift. It was all enjoyable. It was all memorable. I would have to say that if I had to do it all over again... I would I would still do it.
0: That's a big statement. Uh, that is a very big statement. Were there other female police officers?
1: There was one other female police officer. It was Roberta Harrigan. I was,
0: Sergeant Harrigan longer with us. has passed away. Yeah, I remember I remember Sergeant Harrigan. Um, where, and were there any other people of color on the police department at that time?
1: At that time, myself, Ralph, Detective Ralph Johnson, who's there now, mm-hmm. it was, there was a Claude Sims, a Junior Dixon. We had got hired together, but we looked up to Eugene Grimble, um, Rudy Richardson. They were still there. Um, I can remember Mr. Grimble taking me to a gentleman in town who's no longer with us to learn how to shoot on the range. Okay. He said, I want you to teach her how to shoot because I want her to be the best person on this department. And I always chuckle when I see him today about that because he went out of his way to get someone teach me how to shoot you know and he said you know i just want you to be a good police officer brenda and i saw him several months ago down at the shop and save in the Keysport mm-hmm. and he said you're you're still in law enforcement and you're still doing good and i you know that just made me feel really well because no one tells you that you're doing a good job when you're a police officer not too many times do you hear that from people you know
0: yeah i've often said you job. know when the firefighter shows up they're there to take the cat out of the tree or to put the fire out. But when a police officer shows up, a lot of times someone's going to jail, someone's getting a citation. So, yeah, you don't, I bet you don't hear that very often, do you? Right. You
1: don't, you don't.
0: Uh, Brenda Sawyer was the first African-American female police officer in the city of McKeesport. She's currently regional director of the Bureau of Narcotics Investigation and Drug Control for uh, the state attorney general's office. And um, she is president of the McKeesport unit of the NAACP. If you want information about the McKeesport unit of the NAACP, you can call 412-292-5852. Uh, they've got a meet and greet coming up on March 10th. That's at the Common Ground Building, the old YWCA building on Ninth Avenue. That is from one to four on that day. You sound like you got a lot of mentorship. Um, I think is what the phrase, the popular phrase, is now. That you got a lot of help coming up, and I'm 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 glad to hear that because oftentimes when someone kind of breaks through a barrier, they face opposition. That doesn't sound like that's what happened for you.
1: No. You know, people always say, is there something that you could look back on and think, you know, you were treated this way because you were a female Mm -hmm. or you were an African-American female? And I can honestly say no. I mean, I don't think I was treated any different from any of the other police officers that got hired with me. If it happened, I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. I didn't witness it.
0: Um let me ask you this uh as as someone who is who st- is still in law enforcement still uh active with uh, uniform police officers uh, on a I assume in your day-to-day work um it's it, it's often very I know for people who work in law enforcement sometimes get very frustrated because it can be hard to encourage women to pursue law enforcement careers and it can be hard to uh encourage people of color and African Americans to uh, become law enforcement officers. At least that's the frustration I hear from around the western Pennsylvania area. Is that something that you have noticed as well? And and do you have any ideas as to how, how we can encourage people to pursue those careers?
1: Um, yes, I can say that uh, it's quite an obstacle for people of color. Um, and I do see it because I, in my position right now, I am in charge of seven counties in Western PA.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And there are very few African-American officers when I go into these counties. Um, if I was talking to a group of criminal justice students at a college, and the majority were African-American, I would tell them, strive. Strive for what you want. If it's what you want, you can get it. There was a young man in the Keystone, looking to go to Ocean City to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. And I told him. Law enforcement is not a job. It's a career. Mm -hmm. You either want to do it. It's not you can do it today. You can stop and you can go do it somewhere else tomorrow because it's not that easy. It's a career you should strive to do your best at.
0: That's an interesting point, and and we're going to have to take a break here in another minute or so. But that seems that you came uh, uh, into the the career at the time when it was becoming – I don't want to say more professionalized. I don't want to say that people who had been police officers before that were not professional because they were, but the training was, was getting a little bit better. The, it was becoming, um, uh, looked up to, like you said, as, as a career, not just a job. It's, it was, it was police officers were expected now to have some college, were expected to, uh, have some advanced training. Am I, is that accurate?
1: That's very accurate. Yes.
0: Okay. Um, what, what are the, the career opportunities? Uh, how, well, maybe, let me pause that for a second. How long were you a uniformed police officer?
1: I was a uniformed police officer for just three years. I got promoted to detective, and I was a detective in the city for three and a half. So I stayed six and a half years in the city of McKeeson.
0: And from, from there, then, where did your career path take you?
1: To the, to the attorney general's office. Okay, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, Office of Attorney General.
0: Let's take our break right there. When we come back, I want to ask you a little bit about your your current job there with the uh, Attorney General's Office, and then I want to ask you about um, if there are volunteer opportunities and, and what are the needs uh, that the Mickey Sport Unit of the NAACP has. Okay.
1: Okay,
0: thank, you. thank you. Brenda Sawyer is uh, president of the McKeesport Unit of the NAACP. She was the first African-American female police officer in the city of McKeesport. She is currently regional director of the Bureau of Narcotics Investigation and Drug Control for the state attorney general's office. We will be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up here on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back for a final few minutes. Our guest this morning is Brenda Sawyer. She was the first African American female police officer in the city of McKeesport. She is currently regional director of the Bureau of Narcotics Investigation and Drug Control for the uh, state attorney general's office. And she is for the last two years president of the McKeesport unit of the NAACP. You can find out more information about them by calling 412. 412- 292-5852, and, uh, we're gonna talk about some, some opportunities and what the Keysport Unit of the NAACP needs and does. Um, so stay tuned if you're looking for some volunteer opportunities. When we took the break, um, I had asked you what your career path, uh, took you to the Office of the Attorney General, where you are now, a Regional Director here. And as you said, you have seven counties, uh, that you're working in. What does the, uh, it's, it's there in the title, but, I I feel I should ask anyways, what does the Bureau of Narcotics Investigation and Drug Control, who does it work with and and what does it do?
1: The Bureau of Narcotics and Drug Control works with local, state, and federal agencies. I'm here in the North Huntington office, and we, our area works in Allegheny County, Washington County, Greene County, Fayette County, Somerset County, Bedford County, and Westmoreland County. So we have about 17 agents that I oversee in a Bureau of Narcotics and Drug Control, and they are undercover agents, some of them. Some of them are um, drug compliant agents. Mm-hmm. That They go into drug stores and they do inspections of drug stores. And narcotics agents, That's what it is. They're undercover.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They try to... Come into neighborhoods and arrest people for illegal distributions of narcotics and drug trafficking.
0: How big so, of how how big has your your um, caseload become with the uh, the rise of opioids and and heroin? And morphine derivatives, because we've had a, a U.S. attorney, a former U.S. attorney now, Davis, David David Hickton, on this show. We had uh, Dr. Karen Hacker from the Health Health Department on this show. Both of them to talk about uh, opioid addictions and the problems that arise from that. H- has that increased the caseload for for your employees and for the people that you work with?
1: Yes, because the opioid addiction is reaching out to young, old, male, female, white, black, rich, poor. It's hitting everyone. It's hitting everyone, the upper-class neighborhoods to the lower-class neighborhoods. It's just striking everyone. It is a serious epidemic.
0: When did it start to, I mean, when did it start to, like, peak or take off? Because I I, I get the the emails from the medical examiner's office um, about what investigations they're working on. And there's so many of them now uh, that are fentanyl overdoses or um heroin overdoses or it it seems like every day they're they're working on a couple um is is this been the last two years the last five years do you have a a sense of when this really started to hit us
1: i I would say maybe the last three or four Uh uh-huh i could be off you know yesterday things like a long time ago but um i would say like the last three or four
0: okay um it, it, just b- before we move on to to, to some happier things, um, is, is there if people need help or they want to report a problem? I mean, and they want to do it confidentially. What would your recommendation be?
1: In my area, yeah. our office number is seven two two. Okay, eight six one three three six zero zero. Okay, you can remain confidential if you want to drop a tip, okay. or if you want to leave your name and number. Okay, our agent Treat all your information with confidentiality. Okay. We keep the public information confidential.
0: So that is the uh, regional office for the Bureau of Narcotics Investigation and Drug Control for the state at uh, 724-861-3600? That's correct. Okay, and I believe that's, I think I found you in the the blue pages of the phone book, so I think it's in the front page, front uh, blue section of your phone book. Anyways, um, let's move on to some something happier, and that is the McKeesport unit of the NAACP. How long have you been uh an NAACP member?
1: I think for the last 10 years.
0: Okay. And and we started off talking about some of the different uh, projects that they work on, the scholarships, um, the, the the different fundraisers, and the political, uh, getting people to meet their political elected representatives and, and candidates. Um, what kind of help can the local NAACP use?
1: We are trying to move into the computer era. Mm-hmm. So we are trying to develop a web page. Mm-hmm. We are trying to come up with a Facebook page. And a lot of our members are up in age mm-hmm. and don't like the computer. There's a few of us that are with the computer, with the, the, the 2018, uh-huh. but we could use some help. It would be nice to get a bunch of younger people joining. I try to stress the people that uh, our ancestors fought for us. And with these elderly people that are in our organization, if they didn't come to the meetings, half of the tables would be empty. So we need them as well as we need young people to join our agency.
0: Let let me ask you about that because we only have a couple minutes left. But let me ask you about that because this is something I hear from other – I would classify the NAACP as a service organization, like Kiwanis or or Rotary or or the Lions. Um, And and a lot of the service organizations right now are struggling – To recruit members, is it? Do you have an idea why that is? Is it people are too busy nowadays, or what?
1: I I don't think that it's that because I am extremely busy Mm -hmm. and I have time for it. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe people don't know about it, or they think that because the numbers are so small that these agencies have gone away. Mm -hmm. But we're here, and we could use help.
0: You you mentioned that the NAACP is not just for people of color. Is that something that? Is is it uh, confuses people, or they don't realize?
1: I I think with all the things that are out here today, Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. and you know, people tend to get things confused. But the NAACP is for all people, you know. So that's why I mainly want to have our meet and greet so people can come out and learn these things.
0: What's going to happen at the the meet and greet on March tenth? Who who all's going to be there?
1: We are. Um, myself with all the officers and the members of our group, and it's open to the public. You can come out and see what our agency's all about. If you would like to join, you can get a membership there. Um, you know, we'll have literature about what we do, and, you know, that's the whole purpose of this meeting, to get people to know that we're here and we're open to everyone.
0: And how big of a, of a if somebody joins... I assume it's like any other group. It's kind of how much you get out of it is how much you put into it. But how how many times a year do you meet, for instance? Because I know sometimes people say, well, I'd like to help, but I don't want to go to meetings. I don't want to do a lot of...
1: We meet the second Saturday of every month Okay. at the Common Ground. Mm-hmm. And it's a one-hour meeting for the executive board, one-hour meeting for the general membership.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's just once a month that we meet. We send our minutes out to all the members. So if you miss a meeting, you know what's going on. Um, We have about 100 members in our group. Okay, that's but, pretty helpful.
0: Sounds pretty helpful. I get
1: it. But basically McKeesport, cell
0: and um, Duquesne. Okay, okay. Thank you. Uh, and that meet and greet is from 1 to 4 p.m. on Saturday, March 10th at the Common Ground building on 9th Avenue in downtown McKeesport. Brenda Sawyer is president of the Sport unit of the NAACP. She was the first African-American female police officer in the city of McKeesport, and she currently serves as the regional director of the State's Bureau of Narcotics Investigation and Drug Control underneath the Pennsylvania attorney general's office uh brenda thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning you're welcome and thank you all for listening to radio 81 wedl 1550 and 101.1 wzum the pittsburgh jazz channel internet radio wmck.fm and tubecityonline.com so long for now